Welcome to the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we're breaking down the lofty ideals of teaching science into building blocks you can use in your homeschool. I'm Paige Hudson, and for Season 4 of this podcast, we are working through the four stages of teaching science to help you create a roadmap for your homeschooling journey. In today's episode, I want to share with you several different ways you can use the tools we talked about in episode 71 to accomplish the goals of high school science. I hope that these glimpses will help you to get a picture of how you could do science during the high school years. During these years, the methods you choose to teach science will depend largely upon your students' interests and their plans for the future. No one way is better than the other. It's really dependent upon which method will prepare your students to launch into the future that they're dreaming about. I'm going to describe two different scenarios for high school science at home. A science-oriented path for a student with a STEM career on the horizon, and a knowledge-building path for the student who just needs to understand the basics of higher-level science. There are certainly lots of other ways you could approach science. Online courses, local classes, apprenticeships, and more. But my goal is to give you two pictures of what it would look like to construct your own high school science course. If your student is undecided on what their future will be, I recommend that you follow the science-oriented path. So with that said, let's dig in. Scenario number one, the knowledge-building path. So the knowledge-building path for high school leads the student to construct a healthy understanding of science. This method uses textbooks to teach them about the principles and laws at work in science. It uses experiments to show them how science works and exams to test their knowledge. This path can also include events in science to teach them how science relates to their everyday life. Here's what a week on the knowledge building path for high school science would look like. So your science time would begin with having the students read chapter two in kinematics in Physics Matters by Marshall Cavendish. In this selection, they'll be reading about speed, velocity, and acceleration, as well as the speed time graph and the acceleration of freefall. As they read, you want to have the students take notes. Once they complete their reading, have the students do a related experiment. This text has experiments in a companion book, so you could have them do experiment number five from the practical book and answer the questions associated with the lab in the book. If the text you choose does not have experiments, find a kit or use an online lab software and then do an experiment that relates to what the student is studying for that week. Over the week, have the students complete the chapter worksheets in the text and go over the answers with you. There are three worksheets for this chapter, so you could potentially assign two for practice and one as a test, or create a test of your own for the students to complete. If the students are interested in learning more, have them research the internet for information on Isaac Newton. Have them read and take notes on what they found. Then have the students write a short report on his contributions to science. When you walk down this path for high school science, the students are using the three keys. So they're doing science with experiments, they're gathering information from textbooks, and they're keeping a record with their notes. They're building their knowledge banks with a basic understanding of science that will serve them no matter what they choose to do in the future. This scenario would have the students working on science about 45 minutes to an hour a day. Scenario number two, the science-oriented path. 
The science-oriented path for high school science leads the students to build an understanding of science while feeding their passion for the subject. This method still uses textbooks with experiments to teach them about the principles and laws at work in science. It uses events in science to teach them how science relates to the world around them and exams to test what they've learned. However, at some point during the year, the students following this path will also add in an in-depth science project and a research paper to fill their desire to learn more about the subject. Here's what a week on the science-oriented path for high school science would look like. Just like in the previous scenario, you would begin your week with the student reading a chapter. For this sample week, it could be chapter 16 in Campbell Biology, Concepts and Connections. There's a lot of information in the chapter, so you may want to have them skip certain sections. You will need to give a lecture or find a video to cover the key ideas on prokaryotes and protists that you want the students to know. The students should take notes from their readings and from the lecture or the video. Once they are done, have the students look at microscope slides of bacteria, algae, and an amoeba. The students should draw what they observe in the microscope and add a brief explanation of the microscopic subjects in their lab notebook. Later in the week, have the students research how algae can produce biodiesel fuel. They can use the internet or the library to find periodicals that contain recent articles on the subject. Then have the students write a one to two page report about their findings. The student should also spend some time during the week working on their in-depth science project or on their research paper. They should choose one or the other to complete per semester, and each of these projects should also relate to what they're studying for the year. At the end of this week, you can have the students complete the chapter review as a test or write your own exam for them. So when you walk down this path for high school science, the student is still using the three keys, doing science with experiments, gathering information from the textbook, and keeping a record with their notes. But they are also feeding their passion for STEM-related topics by digging deeper into the subject with projects and reports. This scenario would have the student working on science for about an hour or more a day. The high school years are the culmination of the students' foundational years of their academic journey with you. It's when you start to really see the fruits of those labors of love. You're teaching the students to apply the principles of science and to be able to analyze the data that they are receiving. If you keep the goals suggested in episode 70 in mind and base your plans on the tools laid out in episode 71, you will prepare your student for what's ahead. Well, that's a wrap on our journey through the roadmap for teaching science, but we do still have one more bonus episode planned for you guys. I'll be interviewing our daughter, who's graduating just a few days after this episode is released. She's been homeschooled from the very beginning and has plans to go on to college to study to be an engineer. So I thought it would be interesting for you all to hear from her as she prepares to leave the nest. I have really enjoyed sharing this season with you all and loved hearing how it has encouraged you. If you still have questions, don't hesitate to head on over to elementalscience.com and hit the email icon at the top left to send me an email. We are already working hard on something special for season five, but until then, we'll keep sharing our monthly tips on the first Monday of the month. I hope you have a fantastic summer playing with science. Thanks for listening. 
I hope that you leave our time together encouraged in your homeschool journey. Let me know what you think by leaving a rating or review in iTunes or in the podcasting app you use to listen to the Tips for Homeschool Science show. I would so appreciate you taking the time to do so, as it inspires those of us who work so hard to put this podcast together for you to enjoy, and it helps others find this podcast. I would love to connect with you beyond the earbuds. You can find me at Instagram at Elemental Science. Or drop me an email through the link on our website, which is elementalscience.com. I can't wait to share with you another piece of the roadmap in our next episode. But until then, I hope you have a great week playing with science. This podcast is free for you to enjoy thanks to the programs we offer at Elemental Science. Our company got its start one day over 10 years ago with a simple question. If you're doing all that work to create science curriculum for our daughter because you can't find what you needed, don't you think someone else is looking for the same thing? And with a whole lot of work, those simple plans for our homeschool became the several lines of award-winning science curricula we offer today. At Elemental Science, our goal has always been to provide you with easy-to-use science plans to help you share the wonders of science with your students. Come see how we can help you teach science at elementalscience.com.